I V M I V M You are listening to The Signal Daily Brought to you by Front Page Studios You know when the computer era began in workplaces around the 80s for a hot minute everyone panicked thinking that robots would eventually take up human jobs in futuristic offices but could anybody have guessed that these robots would also need their own workplace nannies i mean robot wranglers sorry now we may not have sentient robots like r2d2 or optimus prime yet and thank god for that but it's 2024 of course there are robots in the workplace now Around 21% of warehouses used some form of robotics in 2023 according to research firm Interact Analysis. For example, tech giant Amazon has Sparrow, Proteus and Hercules robots that can identify products and pull them out, lift and move shelves, distribute containers and deliver products in the building. HSBC Bank also introduced one called Pepper, a cutesy friendly robot that greets customers and asks them questions about their needs. Then hypermarket chain Walmart also introduced robot janitors. And yes, they are replacing human labor in mundane repetitive chores, but these little guys can't manage without human assistance in the real world. Enter in new job role. And here's what it looks like. Looking for robot wranglers to oversee setup, monitoring and maintenance of mobile robotics. As a Wall Street Journal report humorously describes it, one robot wrangler at Amazon, Caroline Ruttenberg was called to work to help out a coworker who looks a little bit like a Roomba and she found the automaton lying down on the floor in smeared in paint another one who's been affectionately named blinky is apparently a naughty one that tends to bungle operations now we don't have any data yet on how many such jobs are out there globally but that's what the future looks like ai and robotics mingling to shift some lower skill jobs in a wide range of industries from retail to banking and from transportation to healthcare Consider this. US-based company Ethon, which provides mobile robotic solutions or robot operators, already employs 7000 people. Now that's something, eh? For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy, and anything that leaves you with food for thought. Hi, I'm Shorbury and this is the deep dive for 1st February 2024. I have to confess. I love it when two mammoth companies air their dirty laundry in public. The latest is a showdown between Universal Music Group and TikTok. One is the world's biggest music company, holding the rights to towering artists including Taylor Swift, Beyoncé, Eminem and Bob Dylan. The other easily the most inventive social media platform of her times now on tuesday in an open letter universal music put tiktok on blast accusing the short video platform of bullying it into accepting a bad licensing deal that undervalues its music library and shortchanges artists and writers for its part tiktok also didn't mince words and i'm just going to read out a line from its public statement it said quote it is sad and disappointing that universal music group has put their own greed above the interests of their artists and songwriters end quote did you notice that tiktok called universal greedy man i live for petty drama like this especially when the stakes are so high because you see tiktok and universal's contract is up for renewal 
So if the two don't race to a middle ground soon enough, TikTok will lose music from iconic artists such as Taylor Swift and Eminem. And then it'll have the unenviable task of scrubbing billions of videos of its platform that contain music from Universal's catalog. Anyway, if you're still wondering what exactly their beef is, allow me to break it down for you. So Universal wants TikTok to pay high licensing fees. It claims that TikTok only pays a fraction of what other major social media platforms are paying. For that matter, let's briefly circle back to its bombshell open letter addressed to singers and songwriters. Universal says, and I quote, As an indication of how little TikTok compensates artists and songwriters, despite its massive user base, rapidly rising advertising revenue and increasing reliance on music-based content, TikTok accounts for only about 1% of our total revenue. End quote. Frankly, 1%? That's paltry. But TikTok argues that it is rational because it's supposedly a free promotional tool for artists and labels. So it shouldn't be paying the same way as a Spotify or a YouTube. At the moment though, it's clear that Universal Music Group and TikTok aren't seeing eye to eye with each other and we've got an impasse. Which kind of begs the question, can the two really live without each other? I mean, won't it hurt TikTok if its users one day wake up and realize that they can't lip sync to Taylor Swift songs for that trending viral dance anymore? And wait, won't it hurt Universal as well if TikTok doesn't play its songs over and over and over again? Let's consider both these questions one by one. First, it's hard to dispute that young people in the US and across the globe discover new music while scrolling through TikTok and other copycat short video platforms. In fact, TikTok has become so indispensable to the business of music that last year, Billboard had announced a weekly chart that tracks 50 most popular songs on TikTok in the US. And that's not all. A pop star as huge as Ed Sheeran exclusively previewed a new song from his album on TikTok. In fact, you may already know this, that music labels have been pressuring artists to post cute little videos on TikTok to appease fans. Singer Halsey, for example posted a video on TikTok ranting that her label won't let her release her new album until she creates a viral moment on the platform. And honestly, this may seem too much, but there's a method to the madness. After all, as the LA Times noted, TikTok is the most significant generator of music hits since the heyday of MTV. If a song is viral on the app, it becomes a streaming hit everywhere else. So yeah, an absence on TikTok would be a loss for Universal, especially for the label's budding artists. Now let's change gears and wonder if TikTok can live without music. Because last year, it did an experiment to that effect. For a subset of users in Australia, it limited the number of songs that they could post. And as Bloomberg reported, its number of users declined, suggesting that the company is still dependent as ever on its access to popular songs. So I wouldn't be surprised a bit if the same trend follows in the US and TikTok faces decline in active users after they find out that so many popular songs are not available on the app anymore. And as we had discussed in a previous episode, the growth in TikTok's monthly active users in the US is anyway slowing down. So here's my two cents on this. Universal and TikTok need each other. Sooner or later, the two companies will have to return to the discussion table. If you like listening to The Signal Daily, please show some support. Rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd love to hear what you have to say about this podcast. 
So feel free to shoot an email at hello at thesignal.com. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IVM. This episode was researched, written and produced by Anoop Sembal and me, Shorburi. Edited by Swamya Gupta. Mastered and mixed by Manas and Nirvan. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are thesignal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter.